Hello, my name is Lily Hugenberg and welcome to today's episode of the Power of Positivity podcast. Before I start, if you could give this podcast a follow and share it on your Instagram and rate it and review it on whatever you're listening to, it would massively help this podcast grow organically. And anyone who messages me on Instagram or TikTok or whatever, I love to see all your messages because it really helps me keep going and I love all your responses to every episode. Anyway, before I start as well, I'd just like to disclaim that my voice does sound a little bit funny because I actually have COVID right now and I, you know, have a little bit of a cold as you do when you have COVID. <laughs> so if my voice sounds a bit funny, that is why. But today's episode is all about the seven keys to maximise focus. And why is focus so important? Well, if you want to create this life that you want to live and if this wants to be this is going to be a new life of yours that you're trying to make and you want to create this life the way you create it is basically through action obviously you have to do things to actually create things so if you want to do something you have to have actions and the things that get that get in the way of your action is taking away the life that you want because if you can't take action you can't create a life and the things that are making you not take action are making you not have this dream life of yours that you want to have and that sounds very simple but a lot of people don't really understand that concept that everything around you is either going to make you take action or make your action disappear and distract you and lose focus and humans are amazing at distracting ourselves like I mean look at the fact that, that we've got all these devices everything there are people in labs literally right now designing new updates for your phone or whatever to make you more addicted to your phone so you can be on your phone for longer and unintentionally not create the life you want and be on your phone the whole time like there are peoples who are who people who are employed to do that people who are employed to make you more distracted and if you can master your focus and the ability to focus, you have an amazing chance of creating the life that you want and you get closer to that life and your dreams and desires and just the person you want to become. So I've got seven steps for you that would be really useful if you could jot them down on a piece of paper or on your notes app on your phone or whatever it is that you can come back to as a little guide whenever you're finding yourself procrastinating or being very distracted and just not being in line with the life that you want and the action that you wish to take so number one I've said this already really but like stay away from your phone as long as possible don't get me wrong my screen time is not one one hour or 20 minutes a day it's definitely more than that but staying away from your phone as long as possible especially in the morning will allow you to be proactive rather than reactive and what this means is when you're proactive you're doing things you're actually starting your day off with action which is creating this life that you want maybe you're starting your day off with a workout maybe just getting a cup of tea whatever you're doing try and stay off your phone as long as possible because otherwise you'll be put in reactive mode you get on your phone straight in the morning you're reacting to everyone else's issues that they wish you to solve in the morning all the emails the people who've liked your photo maybe you've got a message from someone and we all know that feeling with let's say you open a text message or an email from someone and it's a bad email and it's the first thing you see in the day that's going to completely shift your day and I've spoken about this in my morning routine podcast 
The way you start your morning really affects your entire day. Let's say you wake up in the morning, you stub your toe, you go downstairs, there's no milk in the fridge, you're genuinely gonna know that's a, that's a, bad, that's a bad day. The whole day is gonna be bad. But if you wake up in the morning and you're not on your phone, you don't have all these negative comments or negative just emails, responses, maybe they're not negative, but they connotate to work, which you might not enjoy, or whatever you're doing, you might not enjoy as much. And that will put your mindset into that reactive, you know, oh God, just another day instead of I get another day. You know, that horrible mindset that we don't really wanna be in. If you're picking up your phone first thing in the morning, you're in reactive mode. And if you, I just challenge you for one day, maybe however long you can do it, do it. Try and spend half an hour in the morning when you wake up, not touching your phone. Set, take your alarm, you know, turn it off and then just go do something else for half an hour. If you can do an hour, if you can do two hours, do as long as you possibly can. I seriously advise it because a average of people, like if you wanted to figure out I saw this study actually of how many times people pick up their phone on average. And I guessed, you know, maybe like 50, maybe like 75 or something. It's about 150 times a day you're picking up your phone to like, oh, looking at the time. Oh, like, let me just see what this person said. Did I get a reply from this person? Who liked my photo? Where am I on this, 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 and this? Whatever it is, your phone is being picked up 150 times a day. And I know that if every one of you went to look at your screen time, and then if you looked at that screen time, times it by a week, then times it by, you know, the months, and then times that by a year, you'd realise that you're spending an awfully long, like an awfully long time on your phone, which you shouldn't really be doing. But I'm not here to tell you to never go on your phone. Phones are great. They open many opportunities for a lot of people. But it's in the morning that I'm telling you to not really go on your phone as much because you are opening yourself up to losing your focus throughout that day. Additionally, with your phone, having a small screen, according to studies, has shown that more anxiety is built up by looking at small screen for longer. But bigger screens actually produce less anxiety. So let's say you're watching Netflix on your phone or watching Netflix on a TV, you're gonna get less anxiety by looking at the TV. So if you figure out a way to kind of limit your time on your phone because you're creating more anxiety and it's kind of putting things in your way of just being able to focus on a task, which is if you're working from home for a moment or whatever you have to do, or if you're in the office, whatever you're doing. If you can figure out a way to make yourself more focused by removing your phone from the area, and that's maybe giving it to a colleague or a family member, putting it in a different room, putting it in a drawer where you know that you can pick it up every half an hour, and have a look, but then you only get five minutes and then you carry on. Whatever it is, try and see if you can figure out a plan for yourself. Because if you genuinely want to create more focus in your life, which if you have more focus, you create the life you want because you're having more action, the main rule is number one, it's your phone. People are employed to make you go on your phone for longer and figure out ways that you can do that. And I know that if you do go on your phone a lot, like every single person does, you're not gonna be taking as much action as you possibly could. So your focus just isn't there. So how can you do that? Where can you put your phone? What can you do with your phone? Number two, prepare your brain. Psychologists and and everyone in that kind of region of occupation, so psychologists have found the brain doesn't like switching tasks. There is a natural resistance 
to switching tasks and more energy is required to switch with these tasks if you're going from let's say you're writing an email then you have to write an essay then you have to go out and do a calculation and then you have to call your friend every time you're switching a task there is a natural resistance that requires more energy and it makes you feel more tired because your body is needing to have so much energy to keep switching tasks all the time and quote-unquote multitask which I'll get into later and an advice for this is if you have got to do loads of tasks throughout your day you do one task at a time and before you switch on to the next task you take six deep breaths and you just buffer it with breathing so you buffer the switching of tasks with breathing and on average it takes six to seven I think it's like four four to seven minutes on average to um, to actually get into a task. Your brain is resisting getting into a task for six to seven, so four to seven minutes, I think it is. And let's say you are writing an essay. A tip for this is just to just type random things like, hello, my name is Lily. I am wearing a blue top and I am wearing white socks. The day is pretty cloudy. It is this day at this time and you're just writing random stuff and it's putting your mind into gear and into focus of what you're planning on doing and if you have to write an essay usually you find it quite difficult at the start to get into it so if you're just writing random things your mind is like oh, okay now we're writing an essay let's get into this a bit more and it's just how it goes with your brain so with number two you need to remember that switching is very difficult for your brain and you can buffer that with six deep breaths and you just kind of take a moment to get into the task again and then it takes an average of like four to seven minutes to actually get into a task because your brain is resisting switching it from that time so take a moment to just kind of do what you have to do but in a wrong way in that sense like just typing random stuff or whatever you have to do just to get your brain into gear so number three is to eliminate distractions while you're working now this is a massive thing because a lot of people don't realize that their environment really does affect their everything and i saw this analogy of if a plant is dying do you blame the plant or do you blame the environment so you don't go up to that plant and say oh my gosh why aren't you growing why do you look like this you're not even any you're nothing you're growing so small like what is happening you're brown you're shriveled whatever it is you'd go oh my gosh am i feeding it enough have i got the right is the weather the right kind of atmosphere or temperature or whatever is the area that i'm putting it in in the right place or whatever it is you're thinking about the environment so what's your environment when you're working is it the most ideal have you got this is a big question have you got notifications on your laptop or wherever you're working ipad whatever it is when you are working if you do turn them off (laughs) because you're never ever going to get in focus mode and in that flow state of work which is something i'll come on to later if you cannot get in there because you are getting emails and getting text messages of people going oh can you do this can you get this what are you doing can you come here like whatever you're never ever ever gonna get into a flow state if you cannot 
eliminate these distractions of notifications. Once again, there are people in the world who are employed to make you less focused while you're on a device. So how can we kind of beat the system and do this well? Take off your notifications it has helped me if you if your job requires you to be on your emails 24 7 then maybe don't do that because you don't want to lose your job but if you can just do that that'd be great the next thing as well in that sense of eliminating distractions is people that you are around if you are working from home i can understand this is really difficult especially if you have children but if you are in a house where you are working with other people go up to them and say right I'm working for the next two hours please don't disturb me unless there is a fire or an emergency and I have to leave my room or put a sign up on the door don't come in or this or put your headphones on but get if you really want to tell people you're not working I find that having you know proper headphones that go around your ear and around your head those kind of things are you know that that's really great because people will know that you're not work that you're working and that they can't distract you you just have to make it extremely explicit that you don't want to be disturbed like i love you but i can't be disturbed right now i've got a really important thing i have to do might not be that important but you just want to get into the flow state and not be distracted so eliminate distractions massive massive point because you'll never get into your flow state of being in full focus if you can't do that number four is to stop multitasking. There's no such thing as multitasking. It's just switching from one task to the next. If you think you're a good multitasker, well, there are loads of studies that say that multitasking doesn't exist. It's just your brain being a really good brain at switching from one task to the next. And studies have shown, there was this one study done not that long ago where they tested people out and saw that if one person, so you have two tasks and if one person was going multitasking with them both, doing one, then the other, one, then the other, and the other person did the full task number, like the first task fully and then the task after that fully and they found that the person who did the task fully each time actually did it quicker than the person who was multitasking. So that kind of shows you that whatever you're doing if you do the task fully and the next bit fully instead of doing half and half half and half all the time you're going to actually get it done quicker because it gets done quicker when your focus is on one thing because there is this thing called cognitive switching penalty which is when you lose some efficiency when you switch and with that you are losing you know some sort of it's just you're buffering as i said before when you're not taking time to just change your activity your brain is still in the other mode and doesn't really know what to do and if you can do this by doing one task at a time you'll end up doing the task better and at a better quality and you'll actually do it with more productivity and you'll get more done number five is to brain dump during your tasks and with that let's say you're in a flow state and I'll talk about this in a minute as well, but when you're actually getting through your work and you're in an amazing, like, you know that moment when you're working and kind of everything around you blurs. You'll notice this more once I've said this now because, you know, the the things you focus on actually happens. And if you, when you're working and then all of a sudden everything around you, there's like music in the background which you don't even hear anymore. There's people, maybe you're in a cafe or something and everything just starts to fuzz around you. And all you're hearing is just you know, all you're looking at is your laptop and you're just completely in flow. That's what flow state is really. And with that, if you something if something comes in your head like, oh, I forgot to put the washing machine on or, oh, um, I need to go and call my mum and get her flowers or whatever. Or I need to pick up this. 
and then it's, when you're if you're holding that in your head you're actually using more energy to remember these things and using the energy for this is taking away energy from actually ending up you know doing the task so if you can take this unnecessary energy using remembering thing whatever you have to remember on a piece of paper it's just out of your head and you don't have to think about it anymore so have a notepad not your phone because that's never gonna go well if you're trying to focus have a physical piece of paper next to you and if anything pops in your head that's not related to your task you write it down and you look at it later and you figure out later because right now you're focusing on this task and then with that i want you just to remember that if you have something on your on your paper you're going to actually look at this task that you have to do on the piece of paper with more clarity and you're going to remember it and it will just be a lot lot easier if you have something on a piece of paper because it's all clearer on a piece of paper now number six is i'm coming this is what i've said from before but you need to use headphones when you're working and when you're using headphones I suggest having a playlist or a song or some sounds that re- like that are associated with focus. For me, I listen to nature sounds, which sounds really funky or something, whatever. When I'm doing work, I am listening to like rain sounds or the sounds of streams or the sounds of the ocean or whatever it is. And never, ever, ever do I listen to this if I'm not trying to get in my flow state focus because my brain knows that if I'm doing that, I'm in focus mode. Some people listen to lo-fi, some people listen to just like classical music. It has to be without lyrics because there have been so many studies showing that you're more productive and do more when there are no lyrics involved in songs if you want to listen to songs. Some people just like, li- like not listening to anything, that's absolutely fine. But for me, my brain knows if I'm listening to these you know, nature sounds that my brain knows it's time to focus and if I can make these little connections with little things that my brain's like okay it's time to go like some people do this with chewing the same kind of gum every time your brain is just like okay right we're here now we're doing this and you're putting it in a different sort of like function that it knows this is when we're focusing and that is a really great advice a bit of advice and you know that using the headphones bits as well shows people that you're working and eliminates your distractions like i said in number three and now number seven pomodoro technique this technique is something i i'm not going to go through in depth now but if you would like an episode on this i'll happily do an episode on this because i've used this and it has helped me so much there's also so many youtube videos that you can watch on it if you'd like to watch it but this technique is something where you do 25 minutes of work and then five minutes off there are so many studies showing that if you don't take breaks when you're doing work your focus and your productivity will decrease massively so doing 25 minutes of full-on work nothing else nothing less full-on focused work flow state work and then five minutes off your productivity increases dramatically so give it a go try and see if you can do your task that you have to do if that's work school whatever it is 25 minutes on five minutes off and you'll see that you're going to be a lot more productive with it so the seven keys to maximize focus i'll just do a little summary here number one stay away from your phone as long as possible number two prepare your brain with buffering and minute and you know kind of typing things out so you don't have to prepare in your brain 
And then number three is to eliminate distractions. Number four is to stop multitasking. Number five is to brain dump on a notepad. Number six is to use headphones. And number five is the Pomodoro technique. So those are the seven keys to maximize focus. So if you could, before you leave, give this podcast a rating or review, it really helps my podcast grow. And if you could share it on your Instagram stories or anywhere that you like to share it, I love to see it all. And I reply to every single one of you who do it because I appreciate every single one of you who listen every week and listen to listen to learn and to grow so I I hope you all have an amazing day and I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will see you with another episode very very soon